0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Saturday Mailbag Show, KBS Listener's Lounge, coming to you from Seoul, the capital of South Korea.
1: It's Saturday, July 16th of 2016, and as always, we've got the latest listeners' letters, messages, and reports we receive from you coming right up.
0: So please stay tuned. I'm Emily
1: Jennings. And I'm Kim ji and we'll be right back. How are you? I'm doing all right. How are you, Emily? I'm good.
0: I was always very happy to see you. You are the reminder of the weekend. Of course. (laughs) Do you have any plans for this weekend?
1: Well, not much, but tomorrow is chobok, so I'll probably eat some samgetang or Mm -hmm. ginseng chicken soup as it is known in English.
0: Well, Chobok is one of Korea's traditional 24 seasonal divisions, right?
1: I believe so. And it's the first of the three that mark the hottest 30 days of the year. Wait, so we haven't actually had the hottest day yet? Nope. Oh, Not according goodness. to the traditional divisions anyway. <laughs> now, these days are called Chobok Jungbok and Malbok and these are 10 days apart each and on these days we traditionally eat especially hearty dishes like the ginseng chicken soup uh, which are believed to boost our stamina and generally make us stronger and healthier so that we can beat the heat.
0: Yeah I've heard actually that a lot of Koreans eat hot dishes in the summer to beat the heat with heat but I would much rather eat
1: ice cream. Well I would much rather eat ice cream than anything else really but <laughs> Yeah, I don't really get it either, but I actually really like samgyetang, and it's a welcome excuse to have some, because it's actually a meal with massive calories. <laughs> it's got a whole chicken in it and all, I mean, even though it's a tiny chicken that fits in a little um personal pot, but there's more, I mean... You know, it sounds like a lot. Yeah, it it is quite a bit. And it's got the ginseng in there, too. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I would welcome an excuse to have some getang any day. But of course, there's more to tomorrow than just Chobok, though. Right. Tomorrow is also
0: Constitution Day here. The South Korean constitution was proclaimed in July 17th. In 1948.
1: That is correct. And apparently the date was chosen specially to match the founding date of Joseon Dynasty, which was founded, founded in 1392.
0: Wow, well, that sounds very interesting, and of course, it sounds like a very important day. So I'm actually surprised that
1: it's not a holiday, right? It had been a holiday in the past. I remember not going to school, <laughs> but <laughs> That's really nice, yeah. But it became a non-holiday after Korea adopted a five-day work week system. I guess it makes you know no difference this year though, because it is a Sunday anyway. Mm-hmm. But just because it's not a holiday doesn't mean it's not a special day, the Constitution Day or Te is still a very important day in South Korea's history.
0: Well, I'm sure there will be lots of fun festivals and celebrations to mark the occasion, so anyone in Korea should check those out. Now, before we move on to this week's letters and reports, here's a quick reminder that KBS World Radio's annual listeners survey is coming up in August. Offline survey leaflets have been sent out to our loyal listeners, while the online survey will be available via our website throughout next month.
1: So in a little over two weeks' time, you'll be able to find the survey on our website asking your opinions about KBS World Radio programs and also us, the hosts. Yes,
0: well, we are looking forward to hearing all of your assessments and thoughts. Also, the top 18 participants of the third KBS World Radio Korean Language Video Contest have been announced.
1: Yes, yes. Three winners were selected each in six different regional groups. And as you could imagine, these participants are... Good, Really good. <laughs> yes, and you can start voting for your favourite participant come next Thursday. So don't forget to show your support.
0: You'll be able to cast your votes for five days between July 21st and 25th to select the top six participants to advance to the next round on the contest special webpage at world.kbs.co.kr forward slash special forward slash KBS contest underscore 2016.
1: Now, even though you can't vote just yet, just check out the videos if you haven't yet. They're, like I said, quite Mm -hmm. good and quite well made as well. Now we're going to take a quick break before we come back to share with you this week's listeners' letters, messages, reception reports and more. So stay tuned.
0: You're listening to KBS Listener's Lounge on KBS World Radio. It's time now for us to take a look at the listeners' letters and reception reports. As usual, we've received some lovely handwritten, typed up, emailed comments, letters and reception reports from you, our listeners. And we will share some of those with you on this program.
1: Starting with the snail mails that arrived in our mailbox the past week. Now, coincidentally, many of them were on 15.575 megahertz. Listener Roger R. Russell of Canada sent us a reception log dated June 21st. He tuned into us between 1300 and 1359 hours UTC on 15.575 megahertz using a Grundig satellite 800 receiver and a 25 meter outdoor antenna, which yielded a SIMPO of 35443. As you usual he gave us lots of details of the programs he heard including the news soul calling drama lines and creative minds of korea he also sent us a very nice card with a cute little birdie on the cover we posted a picture of the card on facebook a little while ago and uh, he thanked us for what he called a beautiful qsl card we sent him earlier well roger thank you for the lovely card and also the nice reindeer sticker on the envelope mm-hmm. too it made me miss my second home Aww. canada yeah at first i thought it was was a moose and then I saw the antler. But anyway, (laughs) a new KSL card should be on its way as we speak.
0: Well, the next letter was sent to us by listener Henry Saptka of Nougatuck, Connecticut in USA. And here is what he wrote in his letter. Hello to all at KBS World Radio. It's been some time since I've written to you, mainly because during the winter months, your broadcasts were coming in very poorly or not at all. So I wasn't able to hear you. Now that summer is here, I find that your signal is much better and I've been listening more often. Your programs are always very interesting and very informative about your country. It's also a good way to see how other countries differ or are alike in some way. He then gave us his reception report and wished us all the best. He tuned in to us on June 22nd at 1300 hours UTC on 15.575 megahertz using a Texan PL660 receiver with a 40-foot long wire antenna rating the simple 55454. So thank you very much, Henry, and your QSL card is on its way.
1: So simple five five four five four sounds really good mm-hmm. for fifteen point five seven five megahertz. But despite the change of the season, it looks like our US monitor Russell Summers is still having little to mm-hmm. no luck with the frequency though. He left us several online logs on July second, third, and fourth, as well as on the tenth for our thirteen hundred RUTC UTC broadcast on the said frequency. On which days he tuned into us with the Yacht Boy YB four hundred PE receiver with the telescopic antenna. Now Unfortunately, the on July 2nd, 3rd and 4th, the, uh, he rated the SIMPO 24342 for all three days, but it actually got even worse on the 10th, and uh, the SIMPO rating he gave for that date was 1434. Now, I hope Russell will be able to hear us clearly someday <laughs> soon. Meanwhile, although the 1300 hour UTC broadcast on the frequency is beamed toward North America, we actually often get reception logs uh, from Europe with listeners telling us that they were able to catch the broadcast. This week, we received an envelope from listener Marzio Vizzoni of Italy. Yes, he sent us several things in that envelope. First, there
0: was a reception report showing that he heard our broadcast on June 26, 2016 at 1300 to 1400 hours UTC on 15.575 megahertz using a Texan PL310 receiver with a 6-metre-long wire outdoor antenna. He rated the Simpo 25342, so it wasn't that strong, but... It wasn't beamed towards him, as Mm -hmm. we said, so still it's quite good. And he added some details about the programmes he heard, including Hot Issues of the Week and KPI. He also enclosed a typed-up letter saying, Dear Sirs, it was a great pleasure for me to listen once again to the nice musical programme of your radio station here on the Italian northwest coast. The songs I heard were very nice. I like the songs that you broadcast very much. The radio is my companion and music is also my companion. Your program was my soundtrack of the day. I hope to continue to listen to your radio station for a long time. Wow, well, that is a very lovely message. So Mm -hmm. thank you very much, Marzio. Marzio requested a QSL card, which we will be sending him shortly. And he sent us several stickers and a postcard promoting the 62nd Puccini Festival, which is taking place in Tuscany. Well, Marzio, thank you so much for your gifts, as well as your reception report and letter. And we hope to hear from you again very soon. And it was very nice, of course, for Marzio to say, that we were his companion for the date, mm-hmm. and that the show, I'm sure he was taught referring to KPI there right. as there is no music in Hot Issues. That so, is not a
1: good soundtrack. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> so that is really nice to hear that that was your
1: soundtrack of the day. Next up, we've got loads of letters from our loyal listener and monitor Fumito Hokamura that, uh, from Japan that arrived on our desk recently. Uh, there were four recession reports from May and seven from June. And today we'll just share three reports from June covering three different frequencies since we've got only limited time. On June 4th, Fumito listened to us at 1600 hours UTC at 9.640 megahertz with an ATS 909X receiver and a rod antenna. The recession condition started out fair at 45343, but unfortunately deteriorated to 15121 towards the end of the broadcast. On June 11th, he listened to us on 9.570 MHz from 0827 to 900 UTC using the same des- devices. He commented that he enjoyed our programs and rated the simple 45343 to So that got worse there too. And on June 21st, he listened to us on 9.580 megahertz from 0, uh to 0.245 hours UTC and rated the Simpo 55433. So it looks like the listening conditions were fair at best in his area throughout June, although there were other letters where he said uh, it went up to four-ish mm. overall. Um, but, you know, I'm wondering if it has anything to do with the rainy season that affected both our countries, of course, Korea and Japan.
0: Yeah, Famito also mentioned the rainy season in his letters several times. For instance, on June 21st, he mentioned that there was some heavy rain in Fukuoka, which is, of course, where he lives, on June 20th, while it rains a lot every summer in Kagoshima and Nagasaki. He asked when the rainy season ends in Korea, and, well, we were told that it was gradually coming to an end sometime earlier this week, but apparently... It's supposed to last until July 25th, officially. But actually, we're seeing both dry and wet days over the past few weeks. So we'll have to wait and see. And the weather forecast keeps changing, too. Yeah. It's very hard to tell. When you go to bed, it might say it's going to rain the next day. And then you mm-hmm. wake up and it's changed. All the rain has disappeared, right. which is good, except for the fact that it's very, very hot. And humid. And humid. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Famido also asked about the weather and food of Busan and Jejeje island so i haven't been to either places in Mm -hmm. quite a while so i'm wondering if you know what it's like there at the moment well
1: uh, it's been a while for me too but busan is actually my mom's hometown yes um but um yeah i know it's it's easy to assume it would be hotter in busan and jeju Mm -hmm. than it than it is in seoul just because they're for a lot further down south than where we are. But it's actually not that different weather-wise. Right. Um, sometimes it actually feels cooler down there, probably because uh, they're coastal, yeah. I think. And I'd say generally both Busan and Jeju have good beach-going weathers mm-hmm. in the summers. And uh, the weather in Jeju is basically unpredictable, really? even more so than it is here <laughs> on the peninsula. Um very fickle, but personally, I think the stormiest day on Jeju still could be nicer than the sunniest day here in Seoul. <laughs> I'm biased here. Um, as for food, as you could imagine, lots of amazing seafood dishes are available both in Jeju and Busan, whether it's raw, grilled, steamed, fried, or marinated, or whatever way you would imagine. And uh, Jeju pork is very famous and very yummy as well. And to tell you the truth, the number one reason... And I'd go to either Busan or Jeju any day. Would be for food.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, you've listed lots of uh, different types of food there, so maybe Famito will actually want to come mm-hmm. and check out Busan and Jeju sometime. Well, he actually has another question, and seeing as you answered with such great detail, we'll throw <laughs> it over to you again. Okay. Fumito wants to know how many Japanese restaurants there are in Korea. Well,
1: literally countless (laughs) is what I'm going with. (laughs) Um, We got lots of izakayas, ramen places, sushi places, tonkatsu places, and so on and so forth. Um, I would imagine like one Japanese restaurant per, I don't know five or six korean restaurants or maybe that's pushing it yeah but anyway yeah a lot of it feels like there's a lot especially in the cities i don't Mm -hmm. know about the countryside but in the cities there are a lot of japanese restaurants and um to be honest fan of the japanese food i am i actually do like japanese food a lot and i do go out for them um quite often because it's rare for me to go outside and have korean food because i have them at home Mm -hmm. so uh oftentimes it's either pasta or japanese food um, but yeah, I wouldn't be able to tell you how authentic they are. Mm, yeah. But they are quite popular. And like I said, I go there quite often. So hope that answered your question, Fumito. And thank you, as always, for your detailed reception reports and also friendly letters. Your TSL cards are on their way. Next,
0: let's take a look at some more reports on 9.570 megahertz. Miss Karyopi Hasarika of India left us an online reception report and said that she tuned into us via 9.570 MHz on July 4th between 0810 and 0840 hours UTC. She used a Philips RL307 receiver with a telescopic rod antenna and rated the Simpo as 3 across the board. So thank you very much, Kariobi, and your QSL card has been sent so that should arrive to you fairly soon. Now, our loyal listener Riaz Ahmed Khan of Pakistan also left us an online report. He tuned in to us on June 25th between 1330 to 1400 hours UTC on 9.570 megahertz. Using a Yacht Boy 400 receiver and an outdoor antenna. He rated the simple as 33233 3, 3, 3 and wrote Hello, as you know, I am a regular listener of KBS and I listen to your programs almost daily. On June 25th, I listened to your program, Listeners Lounge, which is my favorite segment of KVS. What wonderful news. Mm-hmm. Thank you for telling us that. He continued, Today I am happy that your programs are becoming very popular in Pakistan. There were many reception reports from Pakistan, as well as those from Germany, India, Croatia, and Bangladesh. This is good. That is great proof that your programs have become very popular all over the world. Well, it really is an honor and it feels amazing to know that our voices are heard all around the world. So thank you very much for letting us know, Riaz, and everyone else too, of course. Your QSL card will be on its way soon.
1: Well, speaking of Bangladesh, our Bangladeshi monitor Mizanar Rahman sent us his logs data June 20th through 24th when he listened to us on 9.570 megahertz from 1300 to 1400 hours UTC using a Grundig digital receiver and a compact antenna. He rated the Simpo 3 across the board for all five days as well. Another one of our monitors from Bangladesh, Hazi Abdulmanan, emailed us his monitoring report dated June 24th through 28th. He tuned into using a national analog receiver with a telescopic antenna, and he also rated the Simpo 3 across the board for all five days. Thank you, Ms. Anor and Hazi, for your reports.
0: Well, our loyal listener and monitor, Azravel Islam, who is also from Bangladesh, sent us his logs dated July 2nd, 3rd and 4th. On July 2nd, he tuned into us at 9.515 MHz between 1630 and 1700 hours UTC and gave it an SIO rating of 343. On July 3rd, he listened to us at 9.64 MHz at 1600 hours UTC and rated the SIO as 454. And on July 4th, he tuned into us via 9.57 MHz from 0.830 to zero nine hundred hours UTC. And unfortunately, this time, the SIO stood at 121. On all three days, Azraful used a Grundig Yachtboy 80 digital radio receiver with a telescopic antenna. So thank you very much for all of those reports.
1: Well, we've also received a number of reports on 9.515 megahertz as well. Listener Kyriakos Dritas of Greece tuned into us on July 1st and heard us quite clearly on 9.515 megahertz from 1600 to 1700 hours UTC. He used an NRD 545 receiver with a 20 meter long wire antenna and rated the Simpo 55454. Thank you very much, Kyriakos. We'll be sending you a QSL car shortly and we hope to hear from you again. Soon. Back in Asia, listener Avinash Chikoth uh, emailed us a couple of recession reports. He used the Sony ICF shortwave 7600GR digital receiver with the Deegan 31MS indoor loop antenna and tuned into us on 9.515 megahertz uh, between 6- 1600 and 1630 hours UTC on June 22nd. On this day, he rated the SIMPO 34333 and noted that there happened some fading the next report was on july 3rd same time same frequency but the conditions improved a little bit with the simple rating of 45444 and he wrote good signal no interference thank you avinash for the detailed reports and your qsl card has been sent
0: Also on July 3rd, our Indian monitor, Honey Islam, also tuned into our broadcast on two separate frequencies. According to his online reception report from 1600 to 1700 hours UTC, Honey listened to us on 9.515 MHz as well as on 9.640 MHz on a Siemens receiver and he rated the Sympos 4 across the board for both frequencies. So thank you very much, Honey. And we also noticed that it was your birthday just yesterday. So, we would like to have known in advance so that we could mention it on our show at the beginning of each month but anyway happy belated birthday to you and we hope you have a wonderful
1: celebration well again quick reminder tell us your birthday so we can give you a shout out at the beginning of each month that goes for everybody and up next, we've got a couple of reports by listener Dar M of India. In his email, Murali said that he listened to us on Wednesday, June 22nd and Tuesday, June 28th. Both times tuning into our 1600R UTC broadcast on 9.640 megahertz. He rated the Simpo 3 across the board for both days. He actually left us a separate online recession report the following week as well. On July 5th, Murali said that he listened to our broadcast on the same time and same frequency using his Texan PL660 receiver with the Sanjin ANT-60 antenna and rated the Simpo 33233. He gave us some details of the programs he was able to hear and requested a UNESCO QSL card and shiny stickers. I believe they are already on their way. Thank you, Morali, and 73 to you, too.
0: But another one of our monitors, P.S. Sekar of India, seems to have had better listening conditions for the same broadcast. He emailed us a report for July 2nd, giving the 1600-hour UTC broadcast on 9.6 for with a simple rating of 4 across the board, which really is quite good. He also informed us that he has received the stickers, these shiny stickers that we were talking about mm-hmm. for the past few weeks, and the UNESCO QSL card that we sent him. And he sent us some compliments saying that the card is beautiful. So thank you very much, Sikar. And uh, thank you for monitoring all of our broadcasts for us.
1: Right. I believe that is all the time we have for you on today's show. Uh, The information you provide to us is very important, as we always say, and we Mm -hmm. rely on you to keep tabs on how our broadcast is being received in your part of the world, so please do keep those recession reports coming.
0: Now, once again, we are continuing to update our address
1: book and collect information
0: about Listeners clubs. so if you have any changes in your contact information, or if you're involved in a Listeners Club, please let us know. Simply send us an email to english at kbs.co.kr with address or listeners club on the title so that we can easily identify your mail quickly. Well, that's all we have for you this week on KBS Listener's Lounge. Now, I'm actually heading to Ireland for two weeks to see my family, but I'll be back in August to see all of you wonderful listeners. I am, of course, Emily
1: Jennings. And you will, of course, be missed for those two weeks. Aw, oh, thank you. This has <laughs> been Kim ji Thank you for joining us, and we hope you have a wonderful weekend. Goodbye. Goodbye.